Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And if the idea of doing those shaved soft cooked stalks of asparagus, they're about the size of your adult pinky finger. Like if you're like, no way, Katie, that totally freaks me out then definitely try something like a cream of asparagus soup that you offer out of an open cup for your baby. Very easy to make using a low sodium or no salt broth. Great opportunity for your baby to practice open cup drinking in kind of a lower stress inducing way for you to offer your baby that new flavor of asparagus. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. Checking in today about asparagus. Have you offered this new vegetable to your baby? In alphabetical order, if we're going down the list of vegetables on the 100 first foods list, it's the second one. We've artichoke first, asparagus second. There's no particular order that you need to offer your baby fruits and vegetables in. But if you're following my five-step feeding framework, where we introduce five new foods each week, each Monday, we do a new fruit. Each Tuesday, we do a new vegetable. Wednesday, a new starchy food. Thursday, a protein. And Friday, an allergenic food. I do that allergenic food twice on Friday, twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday with no other new foods across the weekend, you start a new week and you need a new vegetable. So if you haven't picked out your vegetable for next week and you haven't done asparagus yet, here are some tips on how you can safely offer asparagus to your baby. 
Now, let's start out with asparagus. When is it available? If you are in North America, generally asparagus is quote unquote in season from late February until about June. Now, why would you want to offer your baby asparagus? Well, there's lots of nutrition reasons and lots of, you know, there's fiber in there and some some antioxidants, which to be honest, all fruits and vegetables have beneficial compounds in there. So there's nothing that like particularly sticks out with asparagus as far as nutrition goes. But one thing to be aware of is that asparagus in about 25 to 50%, which is a huge range of people, it's going to make the urine smell weird. So if you offer your baby asparagus, be prepared for some stinky diapers. So there's this unique enzyme that's found in asparagus that's going to make your baby's urine smell pungent in many cases. Some people actually lack the genetic makeup to identify or smell the stinky pee. So some people are like, oh, that smells so terrible. And other people are like, what are you talking about? Some people claim their urine doesn't smell from asparagus. There's like literally a very large rabbit hole that you could go down on the internet about the smell from asparagus in your pee, but it's not an indicator that anything is wrong. And so it's perfectly safe for babies to have. I have to be honest that asparagus isn't one of my favorite vegetables to feed early eaters. It's not like the first one that I do. I definitely have done it in the first week of baby led weaning just to show parents how you can, but there are certainly easier vegetables on the hundred first foods list, especially to start out with very early when you're a little bit nervous. But here's how I make asparagus safe for baby led weaning. One thing you can do is if you make it for yourself, right, you can roast it or you can boil it. Now, there's some online debate as to if, whether or not the cooking method that you choose for asparagus changes the way it tastes. I personally love the taste of boiled asparagus. I don't even need salt on it. I think it's so delicious. Roasted is fine. Roasting vegetables gives you the opportunity to add extra oil, right? And extra oil or extra fat is great because that oil is important for babies. Brain development, right? We need that extra fat, but it also makes the food's easier to swallow. We don't want to offer any really, really dry food. So we talk about adding lots of oil. And if you're not sure about how to add oil to your baby's diet, I did an episode back, episode 256 was all about what type of oil should I use for baby led weaning? And that's a good one if you just want to be like, "Mm, well, can I use it? But the answer is yeah. If you use it at home, use it for your babies. So if you boil it, you generally don't put oil in it, but I'll put a little bit of oil on it at the end when it's nice and soft. I like asparagus as an adult. I think most people like it a little bit. Like when you pierce it with your fork, there's still a little bit of give. Even when you snap it after you cook it, there's still a little bit of snap. If it snaps, it's not soft enough for your baby to eat. So you pull out the asparagus that you want if you're boiling it when it's at the doneness or tenderness texture you want, but let it keep going for your baby where it gets nice and soft and passes what we call that squish test. If you push the asparagus between your forefinger and your thumb. There should be a little bit of give there. That's an indicator that it's soft enough for your baby. And certainly when you break it in half, it shouldn't snap. It should kind of dissolve a little bit and it's kind of shreddable at that point. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma. 
but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Now, even before cooking it, when you are selecting asparagus, the fatter stalks of asparagus are actually more tender. So sometimes I think, oh, the little tiny dainty ones are going to be super tender and soft for my baby, but not so. Have a lot more success starting with the big fat stalks. Also, asparagus, like all vegetables, is a high water content food. So when you cook it, it's going to lose some of that moisture and shrink down. We want it to still be able to cut into pieces about the size of your adult pinky finger that your baby can pick up and feed to themselves. What I'll generally do is I break the asparagus at the bottom where the natural break is to remove the really woody part of the stalk and I discard that. And then I take a vegetable peeler and I'll shave about the bottom third to half of the asparagus to increase the tenderness. Then I'll cut it into pieces of length about the size of my adult pinky finger. I generally, especially for early eaters, only feed the bottom part of the cooked stalk to the baby. I don't like all of the different kind of the the gristly top, which can be hard for early eaters. Older babies, once you've tried a bunch of foods and you're comfortable, go for it. Feed them the whole thing. That's totally fine. But I like the really, really, really soft, tender cooked stocks for earlier eaters. Another thing you can do is we eat asparagus soup a lot of times. When asparagus is in season and gets cheap, where I live in San Diego, I buy a ton of it. It's one of the vegetables my kids thankfully actually really love. So we do a lot of asparagus and I have a lot and it's about to go bad. I'm like, ah, shoot, we do a cream of asparagus soup. And you can very easily make your baby a cream of asparagus soup and practice drinking that out of an open cup. So you would just follow any recipe that you have for soup, use a low sodium or no sodium broth, puree it very finely in your with an immersion blender or in your blender. If you're doing it with a milk product, so if you're using heavy cream or if you're using whole cow's milk, just make sure your baby has been exposed to cow's milk protein a number of times on its own without reaction before you try a recipe like that. With the thicker soups, you can do it from a pre-loaded spoon or you can offer it out of an open cup as a great way for your baby to practice that open cup drinking, which we want to start around six months of age. For the open cup, I like to use the Easy Peasy Tiny Cup. It's a two ounce cup designed for baby six to 12 months of age. I'll put about one half to one ounce of a thick puree like a cream of asparagus soup and then help my baby learn how to drink out of an open cup from there. Because ideally, we want your baby to be able to drink out of an open cup on their own, albeit with some spillage by the time they turn 12 months. So we start practicing before that about five minutes after each meal. And a cream of asparagus soup is a great way to do that. Just try to keep the sodium really low. I also will use cooked asparagus pieces chopped up really small that I bake into savory muffins. So if you're in my baby led weaning with Katie Ferraro program, under the 100 First Foods section where the vegetables are under asparagus, there's a recipe in there for savory asparagus egg muffins. Those are absolutely fabulous for babies. If you're interested in learning about that program and more about how to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning, I teach a free online workshop every week called Baby-Led Weaning for Beginners. 
You can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of my original 100 First Foods list. It's all on that free online workshop. Again, it's called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. That's at blwpodcast.com. So I hope you'll consider giving your baby a shot at asparagus this week. And if you need ideas of lots of different vegetables that your baby can safely eat, they're all on that 100 First Foods list. And again, everybody on the free online video workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners gets a copy of that 100 First Foods list. And I also show you how to make a few other vegetables safe for early eaters to eat inside of that video training. Again, you can sign up at babyledweaning.co. The show notes page for this episode is linked up at blwpodcast.com forward slash 335. Thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the offerings from Airwave Media. We're online at blwpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.